0: Welcome to a Nigerian Abroad Podcast with me, Chiruke. In today's episode, it's all about fitness and health and the lack of it. Um, and <laughs> today I've got someone special with me and we're going down memory lane and talking about our life and our journey through fitness and everything. I present to you all, Tanya! <laughs> good to have you here girl
1: i am the best podcaster you've had only because i'm number two so
0: <laughs> probably number three or four or five we won't know yet
1: <laughs> whichever episode i'm the best one
0: yes you are no. uh, listen take your accolades right now you are the yeah, best no. that ever happened to me
1: <laughs> i'm having a trump moment bear with me yeah okay? yeah yep.
0: <laughs> okay guys let me give you a bit of an introduction to tanya here now this woman inspired me to go learn to swim to complete a triathlon this woman inspired me to run we've done how many half marathons have we done together
1: yeah a lot
0: a lot (laughs) We've done like, we've gone crazy drives, we've done crazy things, you know, like just to get together and do stuff together. And, um, the reason we're here today is to kind of just look back on that journey and yeah, all the craziness that came with it. So first off, I'm going to ask you this question, Tanya, why did you abandon me?
1: (laughs) Do you know what? Because I think we ran out of challenges, you know? Um, no, no. In all honesty, why did I abandon you? Because I think I just wanted to get fat and, you know, just <laughs> chill from, from that life. <laughs> <That's it. laughs> but, I. Do you know, I had been running since 2007. So that, for me, that's where my journey started from. Mm-hmm. Um, I had uh, ruptured my Achilles tendon and seven months I was in a cast and um, I remember like I would wake up thinking to myself I am not a limper." and I signed up to the um, uh, Reebok uh, women's 10k and like I needed something to just drive me to get me to that place and I think it was like in three or four months from when I signed up within five weeks I found myself having already done a 5k and I was like wait And then like two weeks later, I did a 10K. I was like, wait, what? this was supposed to be hard. And it wasn't hard. I mean, I wasn't fast, but I had Mm -hmm.
0: achieved the goal. Mm -hmm.
1: And I think that was the beginning of like, for me, the challenges. Yeah. And then I think the first one we did together was the run to the beat.
0: No, it was um, the puppy half, remember?
1: No, the first
0: one. 2012, 11th of November, 2012. I would never ever forget it, where I ran 50 meters in, Achilles, boom, broke, and then I was. Remember, I was kind of like wobbling all the way to the finish it was line. The
1: first one it was,
0: girl. Where? Come on. Okay, stick with me. Everybody knows me and my dates. I never forget. Ah. <laughs> Run to the beat was twenty thirteen, September of twenty thirteen, and this? then yes, and then um, November eighteenth of twenty thirteen, we went back to the poppy half, and I cheated my way to the finish line. Uh-huh. <laughs>
1: That was amazing (laughs) because you were, you were cheering me on. You were like, come on, come on. And then like we both crossed the finish line and and I got the medal and I was like hanging around for half an hour, 45 minutes waiting for us to finish. Cause you know, where was it? Like, was it at mile, was it 5k or something when you dropped out?
0: I I decided I was only doing a 5k remember from the get-go. Um, so backstory, we'd completed a run to the beat my calves remember there was like yes. they were like hard as rock i didn't yeah. know what happened to them and 450 pounds later in um physio i just <laughs> i remember <laughs> and then next thing i know we're back again at the uh, poppy half and i'd already signed up to that and i said nope i'm not i'm not going to run beyond the 5k um and then i just went with you guys dropped out when i hit the 5k mark and i was just standing and cheering you guys on and then when you got to like i think it was like 100 meters or 200 meters to the finish line i jumped in and i was running behind you and shouting yeah, <laughs> yeah. and then i even <laughs> grabbed your hand at one point because here's me energized full of life yeah, <laughs> you done bugger all <laughs> and this is me saying come on let's go let's get it so and there's actually a picture do you remember that of you and i so there's you running when you saw yeah. the time as well you were like boom i'm getting it and there's me mean, behind I did you like yeah. picture. <laughs> my stride was not that good looking oh my god i remember it your legs were like okay <laughs> but then you got to the finish line and i came in right behind you yeah and we both got medals
1: yeah
0: <laughs> but to be fair i deserved a medal because i actually paid for the run i did some of the run Whatever.
1: That does not mean you deserve the medal. You have to actually do the whole run to deserve the medal. I remember, cause we did it with Indazine. Indazine was very upset with you.
0: <laughs> so this other friend of ours, she was like, you're a cheat. Yes. You are cheat. <laughs> oh it was God. crazy. It was mental. Oh my God. But 2013 was like the beginning of, you know, something great that was our fittest year ever because yes. you and i used to like meet up every weekend
1: every other weekend yeah. we agreed to meet up like we would alternate yeah and go to one of your places you know we would decide where we were going to run and then we would meet in those locations yeah yes.
0: and then we would just get up and go and the best part of it all was coming together meeting and then we'll spend time talking and laughing about things and not even getting started with the run so we could meet <laughs> We could meet up at seven and start running at ten.
1: You know. <laughs> we did that one time at your place. Um, I think like where we started, it was quite hilly and we're like, yeah. uh we spent
0: like an hour warming up before we started running. <laughs> we were like, um this hill. No, we think our so. no, no, to no no this one. <laughs> it was crazy but man it was so much fun i think the thing for me as well was the fact that you know i was always looking up to you to come up with all the craziness and you know the ideas and i'd jump on it and be like yeah yeah okay let's do it let's do it (laughs) and you used to bring them to me because you knew that i would just lap it up like that exactly exactly Except yeah. for the triathlon, though. Uh, well, we got there. We got there in the end. Yeah. But that triathlon story is something that should be shared because I remember going up to Doncaster and you called me up and you were like, Chooks. That's how you used to call me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm signing you up for the triathlon. I was like, what? <laughs> and you were like, yes. For the London triathlon, Firethel. the London, London plus Olympic plus. Triathlon. Olympic plus. And I was like, Tanya, I cannot swim. You said it's November. You have until August to learn to swim. I was like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> and you were like, Jokes, final chance. I'm signing you up. And I was like, mm, okay. And then you signed me up and I was like, I don't want to be afraid again. I can't do this. <laughs> it was crazy because it, also we didn't even get started training or anything until about I think for me it was like February, and then I went and got some lessons from this training place I've forgotten what they called they used to be called the shore shore method, I think, and they yes, yeah, and they taught that. me to swim the most expensive swimming lessons I've ever had in my life, you know six lessons for two hundred and ninety five pounds. <laughs> <laughs> but listen, they did a good job. Yeah, they did. And then there was another lady, Anna Maria. And she taught me how to swim, but it was like a large group as well. And I did about sixteen lessons with her. And then we started training. I think, for me, my strength was knowing that I could, I could cycle, I could do yes. the the yeah. so ride wasn't a problem for me because I'd done um, London to Brighton, London to South End yes. and, you know, all of that. So Remember um,
1: when you did London to Brighton and I stopped by and waved at <laughs> you when you came past my
0: place? Oh, God, <laughs> we've had so much really cool memories. God. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yeah and then i was cycling and i was like yay and i didn't even stop even no, though you no, drove oh you the know, it's okay no it was
1: i drove 10 minutes it wasn't
0: that far yeah. don't worry <laughs> and i was like and it was like yay, Tanya!" and then i kept cycling on yeah so you know we'd been through for me i think i was like 80 kilometers i can do that i can cycle 80 kilometers my biggest fear was the swim
1: mm-hmm.
0: and i remember you know when i told someone <laughs> oh i'm training for what a triathlon was it,
1: was it 1.5k was a swim
0: So it was 1,500-meter swim, 80-kilometer bike ride, and then a 10K run. Yeah. Good
1: Lord, that run.
0: It was mad. Listen, I think that triathlon for me was kind of like the definition of me as a person because everything else I'd done, I'd done it because I kind of knew that I could achieve it some way, somehow. You know, you're grounded, you're on the floor. I could cycle. I've been cycling since I was a child. You know, I've been running since I was a child. And... this was all new for me so you dragging me into that and i was looking at her and saying "Hmm, this woman (laughs) the whole time i just kept saying this woman if i die if i die hmm, hmm, my soul will not rest (laughs) (laughs) and i remember getting into that water oh lord
1: lord so firstly we were at the excel center right yeah do you remember the smell
0: of that water Listen. Do you remember the diesel? Me, the disgusting.
1: Uh, <laughs> it plagued
0: me for a. Yeah, you week. were sick after. I was yeah. sick, and come on. I mean, I got in the water and then I had a panic attack. Yes. <laughs> yeah, and I suffered panic attacks the whole time. You know. N- there was no amount of preparation that could have got me you nope. know, to, to the point where i would have just overcome the waters and just swam yeah. through it like i remember trying a lot to like just you know swim i'd done everything the technique. remember and- you
1: had the guy that came up because we were swimming together and then yeah. you started having the panic attack yeah and then i was like i gotta go
0: <laughs> like, excuse me first of all i'll sign you up to a triathlon then i will abandon your lazy ass <laughs>
1: But when the guy came in, in the, the canoe thing, um, and he came yeah. and he was next to you and he was he was like, do you want to stop? And you were like, no, 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 keep going. So he just went along with you the whole time.
0: Yeah, the fact that um he came and he said to me, do you want to stop? And I said, no, I want to keep going. I want to try until, you know, I overcome the fear mm-hmm. and just swim. And he said, I'll be by your side until I get pulled away to something else. And I was like, okay. So I kept going, and every time I, you know, I tried, and then I felt the um, pressure again. I'd just jump and hold on to the um, what, what's it yes. called? Yeah, I'd hold on to me, breathe, 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 and then keep going. Yeah. And I just kept going all the way round. And then when I got to the, um, I think I was about a hundred meters away, and he said to me, "I've never met anyone as determined as you." He didn't know oh, what he did to me there I know, I remember. that day because it was like as soon as i came out i was just this brand you know like there was so much energy from nowhere you know because it was like he just said to me girl you are a winner go and get it oh it was it was the most amazing thing ever and then remember that um girl who's like an elite triathlete or something oh yes
1: that was on the no. Yeah.
0: And she bumped into us, you know, on the run. Oh, Dulu. she posted on her blog yeah. about us. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Her name is Eloise Dulu. Yeah. And she bumped into us because remember I I'd finished the cycling. Well, kind of, you know, jumped out and then I came and I was like, where's Tanya? Where's Tanya? And I couldn't find you. And I was like, okay, I'm just going to go run. So I started running. And the next thing I saw you coming down and I was like, Tanya! <laughs> 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 and then you came down and we ran together for a bit. And I think... I thought I'd enjoyed the cycling the most because Mm -hmm. it was something I'd come to do a lot, you know, Mm -hmm. but I actually loved the running more than anything else and I remember just chatting to people as I was running you know like
1: but you were always a chatter in the runs like every time we did a run you'd be chatting to I'd be like just just be quiet (coughs) you just need to go like I'm such a solo person when it comes to running I don't like the whole like being next to people and running with crowds and you were always with people like even when we would run sometimes I'd be like I need to go by you know (laughs) um but yeah but but for me you know the cycle was the best because like going through London and like literally all of the roads were closed off just yeah. for us yeah and like okay now if you cycle around London with COVID it's exactly the same thing but at that time you would never have found the London roads that quiet and for me that was phenomenal and then just the loops that we were doing the different parts of London oh yeah and now like when I drive around London and I go through those places I always remember the triathlon so yeah Yeah. it
0: was I it was such a good feeling I would never forget it ever you know and then I had I, I was sending my friends messages and saying guys i'm doing a triathlon you have to come out and support me i would never <laughs> yes. forget it and my cousins came my friends came and Dazzy yes. had my camcorder and was recording and oh like- god yes <laughs> <laughs> yeah and then i remember you know just crossing the finish line and i crossed behind some brazilian no south african person so when i crossed they actually announced me as a south african <laughs> oh my god yeah. oh wow because as soon as you came through they had your number and then yeah. they your name so i came through and my friends were like she's not south african <laughs> you know like i come on get you tonight
1: <laughs> and this- i remember that crossing like when i crossed, i was so elated Ooh, and a little bit
0: of emotion as well you came yeah
1: in- but a little bit to my story i was dating somebody at that time who like at every point would put me down for what I was doing with the running or the cycling or whatever you know and every time I'd go out the person was like oh so is that all you did oh did you you took that long to finish and I was just like how can you be so like unsupportive and I don't know if I told you but uh because that that person had started cycling as well and again because I had (laughs) But he he was, he was had never done more than, I think at that time, like 40K. And he was like, there's no way you're going to do 80. There's no way. And he didn't come with us to the triathlon, yeah, do you remember? No. Yeah. The same day, he went out and he cycled and he did 60. And he said, there's no way that you're going to have done um, 80K. And so when I told him that I had done it, he had like this pure disbelief. But I remember because I'd had these emotional things that I was going through, like with my son and my ex and, you know, this... this now X, like I was so emotionally charged. Like I just crossed that line. I jumped up and then I just burst into tears. Yeah, I
0: remember that. You know? it was- I think the feeling was different for both of us because I I was looking at it like all the hard work finally paid off and you were just like, oh, my God, I did it in spite of everything that everybody said, you know. So I remember you just came at me and then you hugged me and it was like two of us sweating and smelling and hugging each other. And I'm like, yeah, I would never get used to this, but okay.
1: But do you remember I also said to you, I said, your mom would be so proud of you. And that was the thing, like, I remember the most because, yeah. like, you know, you 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 are a very difficult person to get going, but when you've done something, you know, <laughs> like, I was so proud of you. Literally, there are not many people, you know, in their older years who choose to learn to swim to I'm participate 21. in... At I'm that time, 21. you were 20, darling. I know. I <laughs> know. But, you know, to push yourself to learn a new skill, you know, a new exercise skill like that, you know, and I just thought it was phenomenal. I was so proud of you.
0: Oh, thank you for being proud of me. I'm <laughs> proud I of mean,
1: you. after I forced you a ton.
0: <laughs> well, you know, to be honest, I can't. The only reason why I actually pushed myself was because I was thinking there might be some fit dudes there. And, you know, no, <laughs> there were. But, you know, you're sweating and you don't have time to actually chat the dudes up. You're just like, "Mm, okay, I need to (laughs) shout.
1: Remember when we crossed the line, they gave us the beer and I was really pissed off because it was alcohol free beer. I was like, (laughs) what
0: do I do with this? Now, we crossed the finish line. I was excited they gave me beer I wasn't even planning to drink it in the first place because I'm not even you know into beer and you grabbed the beer and then I think you took one sip two sips and you realized it wasn't hitting the spot
1: dude dude, I downed it I still downed it
0: and then you were like what is this alcohol free beer you were like I didn't <laughs> it,
1: it was, was crazy disgusting yeah. yeah But I have to say a lot of the stuff that uh that I would do was that whole like needing to work out and then balancing it off with like drinking as much oh, as I want God. to. Tanya. So my thing was always that cycle between being good and being bad. You know?
0: Now, listen, guys, but Tanya is an expert at it. She plans every workout, every every event around drinking, eating. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So after every half marathon or triathlon, there had to be a massive plate of steak T-bone, right?
1: T-bone steak.
0: T-bone and The steaks. biggest one. And, yes. And also she needed to have her beer. Right.
1: Like pints. That's one. Pints. Definitely. <laughs>
0: There's an S that. Like that, that was
1: the treat. Yeah.
0: You know? She was like a dog, right? She gets the trick right. She gets treated. You know, it was like <laughs> I'd be going. I did home, the like, trick, <laughs> I get the reward. Yeah, you know? <laughs> Whereas I'm thinking to myself, yes, I did that. I burnt like Three million calories. Now I have yeah. to keep it going. And no, you, one, you were like, now I'm slim and beautiful. And I was like, bring the bear. <laughs> I think that, the vanity, the vanity was crazy for me. Like everything I did was about going back to looking how I did before, prior to leaving Nigeria, you know, leaving oh. Nigeria to come um, here to the UK. Everything was about looking good. You know, I had this thing in my head, like I wasn't accepting who I was. At that point in my life, I wanted to go back to the point where I kind of felt like, check me out. I've got a flat stomach, I've got no tits, no ass.
1: (laughs) Uh, You had an ass, but yeah, the tits, no.
0: (laughs) But still surviving. Hello. (laughs) All fun and games. Yeah. But there was like lots of things that I came to learn in the process of trying to stay fit and, you know, being healthy. I think one of the biggest things for me was appreciating the journey where i was you know and saying okay at the moment i can only run a 10k and that's what i can do right now and i just have to train you know and work hard towards the next step you get like and it transcended every other aspect of my life because i remember prior to even starting the training and everything i was just okay with where I was, you know, work wise, everything. I was just like, yeah, you know, nobody stresses me at work. I can disappear, appear whenever I want. Nobody's mm-hmm. asking questions and that's great. But by the time I started to see myself succeeding somewhat, I started to think, yeah, I can actually achieve in other areas of my life, except dating.
1: <laughs> that's another podcast. Okay. That's, a, that's another,
0: a whole other episode, you know, <laughs> white hierarchy it, cannot that's land on a psychologist the <laughs> We need to get it. My friend is a psychiatrist, by the way, and. Um, Even better. <laughs> he has a lot to say. Um, who knows? <laughs> but yeah, I mean, for me, the biggest journey, uh, the biggest thing I've come taken away from our journey, you know, all the craziness that we did, you know, the runs, um, you trying to get me into weightlifting. Remember, <laughs> it took two Jesus. years. My
1: god do you remember that you were like i don't want to look like a man you were so determined you were never going to lift weights lord
0: girl listen vanity and then (laughs) yeah i remember she so tanya you always were like um yeah listen if you lift weights it would it would just complement everything you you're doing at the moment and i'm like nope thank you i don't (laughs) want to have muscle i don't this you know the best part that's this was cool. me coming with my big thighs, my strong thighs from all the cycling. Talking about, I don't want to have muscle. I had the muscles.
1: You already did. I think your fear was that, like, if you already had some, that it would yeah. just be made not not made worse, but it would be exacerbated as far as yeah. you concerned. And at that time, remember, Pinterest was our best friend, oh, yeah. and we would look at the like. There's that there's that one which had like the body percentage fat, yeah, and like, the, and then you would have those which would have like people on testosterone or like you know extra or whatever uh, and the women that were excessively big and there were a lot of those sorts of images but we didn't yeah. really have the proper images of like a normal regular weightlifting woman you know like you don't and now everyone goes on about it like you wouldn't look like a man anyway but it was such a Tough job convincing you. I think for maybe a couple of years before you even uh, decided it took to me start
0: until it. 2013. And the only reason I got in the gym was because I'd just come back from Canada on holiday. I was jet-cycled <laughs> into work, locked my bike, or thought I did, came out in the evening and <laughs> they'd stolen the bike. <laughs> that was what got me in the gym. Because if you remember, so 2012. I'd had the, um, Achilles issue from running Mm -hmm. the half marathon. So I couldn't run. I still couldn't run. Now they'd stolen my bike. I was panicking because I didn't want to go back to my old ways. You know, I still was trying to look like I did in 2004, you
1: know? Yeah. You had an image that in your mind that you were trying to get to. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And then I thought, what else can I do? So I signed up to the gym. And I said to you, Tanya, I've signed so up is- the gym. Yeah, I'm going to go into the gym just for a bit until, you know, I sought out my bike because um, fortunately I had insurance on the bike. So I signed up, went, and then I got in the gym. Remember, and that's how I started waking up like at stupid o'clock because I was so afraid and so ashamed. I was like, I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing at the gym. So I said to myself, it was a 24-7 gym, you know, open 24 hours a day. And I said... Um, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to wake up really early. I'm going to go to the gym because there won't be a lot of people there and I can just fool around until I figure things out. And that's when I started getting to the gym at 5.30 in the morning and you'd see me like running around and I fainted at the gym. Do you remember? I told you this then. Um, so I went to the one that was closer to home, got in the gym. Um, and then. I started lifting weights i didn't know anything right so i just went and picked up whatever weight i saw I, I think i was lifting like 10 kilos or so and next thing i saw this man with coffee breath over me you know trying <laughs> trying to resuscitate me and i was like friends romance countrymen this is the last time i am coming to this gym <laughs> and everybody like are you okay you're okay and i'm like yes, yes. <laughs> So I packed my bags. But the good thing is, I didn't look at it like, OK, I've just embarrassed myself at this gym and that's it. Fortunately, I could go to another one. So I started going to the one at Waterloo. So I oh, I started off at Stockwell, but then I started going to Waterloo because I was like, Mm-mm, we're not embarrassing ourselves at Waterloo. So I went to Waterloo and I started lifting light. You know, I started with two kilos. And then I was like, yeah, I think I'm getting there three kilos, four kilos. And I was like, I'm not doing it again. The fear of fainting was always there. Like I was like, I don't want to go and lift 10 kilos and faint again. So I always just stuck with like four kilos, five kilos, seven at the most. Then the next thing I was like, Tanya, oh my God, weightlifting is so good. And you're looking at me like, "Mm -hmm." (coughs) mm-hmm
1: like whatever. I've moved on. Yeah. (laughs)
0: And that's the funny thing. When I'd get excited about something, you'd just be like coming down from the climax, like, mm, yeah,
1: exactly,
0: yeah. And I'd be like, come on, girl, let's go lift weights. You're like, nope, I'm over that now. I'm on to the next thing. <laughs> but yeah, it was it was really good fun, though. It was really really good fun, and I kind of missed it, especially when I moved to Bloody Kettering.
1: I think, yeah, because when you were in London, we were able to do that. Like we would meet halfway or or like I'd stay at yours for the weekend or you come stay with me. Do you remember that run when you came to stay with me? What was that place called where I used to live?
0: Um, I don't know, one of them, Worthy in sussex areas.
1: Yeah, I can't remember. Anyway, and you came and we went for a run. (laughs) And remember um, on this occasion, you beat me. i beat
0: you a lot what let's not have this conversation i beat you a <laughs> lot dude <laughs> how dare and you won on this you you came
1: first and remember like um we, we started looking at the watches and you were like there must be something wrong with your
0: watch because there's no way that you were only what was it like 15 seconds 15 i never seconds. forgot it how dare yeah. that? and I, I grumbled the whole day i was like How can I only beat you by 15 seconds? How How is that possible? (laughs) In your mind, you thought like you... Well, listen, as far as I'm concerned, and as the heavens, the universe, my forefathers, everybody is with me, I'm honestly saying that I beat you by at least 15 minutes. (laughs) I refuse to take anything else. I beat you by a mile, a long... (laughs) It was not a mile. I know. Not I definitely, know. But remember, like I I'm
1: filmed you and, and it's still on YouTube where you're so upset looking at me like, I can't believe it was only few words in 15 seconds. I was like, dude, relax. And your dad
0: even tried to tell me, he was like, 15 seconds is a whole lot. Do you realize what 15 seconds is in, you know, <laughs> and I was like, it's only 15 seconds. It's done in 15 seconds. And he was like. You're looking at it like 15 seconds in time. You're not looking at it with regards to effort and yeah. distance and everything. Yeah, I was hurt. I was hurt. <laughs>
1: It was so dramatic
0: well you see i think we all kind of balanced each other out in a very good way because you knew i would always jump up yeah. you know when there was a challenge like remember even when we did the thought park, thought park when yeah. we came back from the cycle and then you said now chooks i'm going to beat you for the run and i said mm, and i took off remember that and no, I, I don't oh god you said that and i just took off and i was like beat who Because
1: <laughs> <challenge."> you, you are <laughs> now used to it. Because I think you know what I'd get really charged up. Like it, for me, it was never like winning, but mm. competition I loved, you know. And it was like there was something else that happened. What was it? Oh, I forgot. It was literally in my head. Oh, when we did the uh, run to the beat, and I, and there was was it nine miles left? And I said, now the work begins, and you nearly died there.
0: And then you uh, were it like was <laughs> half, we, once we hit the halfway point, we're coming into the run. I'd already hurt my leg. Yeah, my calves were hurt already. Remember, I'd been struggling with it for weeks. Yeah. So we started running and we were, we were doing really good pace as well because we hit um, 10K at about 56 or 55 minutes, right? And then you just looked at me and you said, now the work begins. Yeah. And immediately, everything in me just died. You just I- fell apart. <laughs> if you said to me i was like charged up I was yeah, like, come God. on now the work starts hey. you, I think, i think again it's about you know mental conditioning because for me in my head i'm thinking i've done half of it the mental thing that would have worked for me would have been like boom we're halfway halfway to go come on let's get it yeah. but you said now the work starts and i'm yeah. like who wants the work <laughs> You know, I don't want yeah. to work.
1: Because, that, yeah, that was, yeah, we must have done nine miles because I seem to remember that number. And then, yeah, and then we were as we were getting there but even that one was really interesting but also do you remember how the end of the race was up a hill i was like who does that
0: one mile up the hill and i was remember by that time my legs were heavy now i couldn't move anymore and when we got to the hill i just stopped and i said tanya just go yeah (laughs) and i was like just go i'm gonna walk up the hill there was no way i was running up that hill ah but it was the best run we ever did. it
1: was it was amazing Thing. absolute best
0: it was like you know we were but just- we
1: trained really well for that one and I think that was probably one of the first ones that we did yeah. the others we we started to be a bit like lackluster do you remember the Thorpe Park one when you and, and Dazzy were just singing in the water busy singing gospel songs and all these white people are staring at you guys <laughs> like what no is wrong
0: go. me I'm gone <laughs> The worst bit was, okay. So like I said, we balance each other out and this is a pure (laughs) example of it because there's always one person who does better at something. And Mm. then another person who can almost just do it enough. And then there's the one person who would be lagging behind depending Mm. on the sport, right? Mm. So in this case, when we get in the water, you're the best out of all three Mm. of us. Right now I'd never seen Ndazi swim. Ndazi said, oh, I swim. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm this and I'm that. And I was like, oh, cool. Okay. So I'm going to be the one struggling here, because obviously I'd only just learned to swim not long ago. Then we get in the water and the next night here is. <laughs> <laughs> and that was in Dazi. So she literally killed my spirit and you just took off. And so now I'm scared and I'm just remembering my time at London triathlon. So I thought I have to stick with her because I don't want anything to happen to her and she's just going like uh, uh. So
1: knowing it does she was probably still drunk
0: <laughs> and i'm like oh my god this is horrible
1: it was amazing though it was amazing yeah, it was. It we was. had some nice photos from that particular one oh, yeah. i didn't like that run i it was very it was like we were so in the bush like yeah, i felt we,
0: really isolated we had to go through the back of Thorpe Park as opposed to running through Thorpe yeah. Park so it fell flat if you get yeah. what i mean like i was hyped because we were going to be doing Thorpe park triathlon so i thought yeah. we would be running in Thorpe park and then i could just see all the um rides you know just circling and things yeah. And I'm like, yeah great <laughs> We were like the fence was there, and then we're on the other side looking yeah. at the, the things. So I was like, yeah, oh, okay, side, you know, we. I felt like you know, growing up in Africa, you know, you you'd had these children who, um, you know, came from homes that couldn't afford like certain basic stuff like TVs, uh, and they'd probably walk past and they're standing outside and watching the TV through your window, you through know? Your window. And That's how I felt. I was like. Oh great! You lot said it was Thorpe Park, right? <laughs> you know, yeah. So I think that one was a bit, uh, yeah, <laughs> didn't really, yeah, yeah. And then Rygate, remember the Rygate half marathon?
1: So the for me the the only thing I really remember from Rygate is me running past the guy who died. And that, that really, I swear, like looking at his face and seeing, I I could see he was dead. That, that for me was the hardest thing about that race. I don't even remember how, how I did in the race. I do. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Like I said, I always remember everything. it was. It was point scoring for me it was like yes I can <laughs> Was came that that was your best run wasn't it Yes this it was, was the most was, effortless Yeah this is just region. the run right yeah. run wasn't it yeah. yeah it was the most effortless Rained for this race I No remember. we did no, no you no. did I
1: didn't so, I was drinking the whole time <laughs>
0: So basically for this run, this one, this particular one, we, I think it was, this was done in 2014. So we'd had a lot going on. So we'd just come off the London triathlon. So there was a lot of training that had come through that. And then we said, oh, let's not stop now. Let's just keep it going. So we did London triathlon in August. And then in September, we then came and did Brigade. So it was basically just like a month after. So it wasn't like specific training to the half marathon. It was just more, we happened to be in in that space. And I remember us running and it just felt so effortless and so free and we went past the first 5k and we did it in like 30 minutes and i was like nope i can't be running this slow and (laughs) that's when i broke off i think you stopped to drink water and i was like bye see ya (laughs) and then i started just going boom remember getting to the 10th or the 11th mile and i met this guy who just was running and he just stopped and i grabbed his arm you know and just said come on let's go and so as soon as i grabbed him he just started running with me and we ran the one mile and I knew that, oh my God, he you know, he couldn't keep up anymore. And I just said, Okay, I'm gonna leave you, but don't stop. Just keep going, okay? And I kept running. And then I met another um a lady and I did the same thing, just talking to people and running. And then I came in, ran through and I was like, Yes. So- <laughs> So now we had to wait for you and then you turned up.
1: That was the race where jo- Joshua was there, wasn't yeah, he? And he was, he was supposed to take photos and he was useless.
0: Oh, Zero photos. He was useless at top triathlon. He was useless yes, he at was. this one. I think I used to get frustrated the most because I'd come out first. And he yeah, because you wanted one. the proof. Yeah, and then I'd have to now stand up and say, right, let's take photos. This one's coming. That one's coming. You know, he was, he would just be like, yeah, cool. So yeah, do you know what time? Yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And, and he was holding the up camera in his hand did. and just waving it like So, oh, do you know what time they're coming I'm like no but that's supposed <laughs> to be facing the direction of them coming through <laughs> you know but, because yeah. I think I came
1: through and I was waiting to be filmed and there was nobody there I was like <laughs> oh my god these guys are useless <laughs>
0: no it was just horrible because I had to find him as well you yeah know? But, but yeah it was so many memories so what ma- was
1: the last race that we did together I can't remember
0: Oh, it was um, at Queen Elizabeth Park. It was a 10K Christmas, December the 5th or the 4th. No, December the 13th or so. I don't remember that. God, that was your best. You, You ran it in 52 minutes. Oh, the Olympic Park. Yeah. Oh,
1: yes oh god was that our last race that was the santa race or something yeah yeah yeah.
0: so that particular one happened right after my accident so that was the first run i was doing after Uh, that yeah yeah so yeah i remember coming through and i was still going through anxiety and panic attacks
1: yeah but you had a lot of trauma that you were not yet again recognizing
0: as usual Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I remember that one. That one was really good as well. You just came and you'd been training. I think that, that was one I've
1: been training
0: at your best. That ever. was. Yeah. yeah. You never, I think you, as usual, you'd come through and you'd be like, you know what, you have to trust the training, trust the training. And yeah. I'd be like, yeah, she says that. And then she's going to go home, drink <laughs> beer <"Yeah,"> and... <laughs>
1: That was my catchphrase. You have to trust the training because yeah. I knew when I didn't train it was so hard. But yeah. when you trained it was like seamless and it just felt amazing. Yeah, and that exactly. was that that mm-hmm. particular one I trained just religiously for like rain, shine, like yeah. any weather I was out there.
0: I was following you on Strava that at that point and you Mm -hmm. used to post so much stuff and talk about your training and i was so jealous because i was still going through you know i had the headaches and stuff and i was like oh look she just did a 5k in 22 minutes i would have done that in 21 (laughs) yeah to be honest you inspired me so much because it's like every time you did something i'd be like oh tanya you did that in 22 i'm gonna go and try and see if i can do it in yes. 21 tanya you did that in 10 minutes i'll try and see if i can do it in eight you know it was always that if tanya does it then i can do it if tanya does it you know yeah. as opposed to oh because you did you know three miles yeah. then i must do five miles it was more like if tanya can do it then i can do it you know so it was yeah. like that inspiration to want to be as good if not better you know. it was
1: It wasn't that, it was that the capability is there. You just didn't allow yourself to believe that you had that capability until you saw me do it. You know?
0: I am from Africa. So am I,
1: my friend. What are you talking about? Oh, yes.
0: (laughs) This is why I should not have Africans on my podcast so I could throw my African card (laughs) so hard. (laughs) No, you're -hmm. not getting that one. You saw Zambia is in Africa. Let me check the map again. <laughs> the way I'm looking, you know, with the eclipse of the sun, it is now sitting nicely in Saudi Arabia. You know?
1: <laughs> you see, you knew I lied.
0: <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. The whole time you've been telling me you are African. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Lord, look at the evidence.
1: <laughs> Nonsense.
0: But yeah. No. I've had this conversation with a friend previously and I said, I think the way I was, I wouldn't say the way I was raised, but you know, the society you come from also kind of determines how you think about things. Mm -hmm. You had the opportunity to be out here, you know, earlier on in your life. And, um, obviously it kind of helps to shape that, you know, your creativity and your thinking process in a different way that adapts to the things that we are faced with here. Whereas I came here, I'm 21, so that would have been what When you were two? Yeah, you know, for, for, um, some years before, yeah, just some years prior. But yeah, you get what I mean. like Coming in as an adult means that you have to unlearn and then read, learn you know, new things and think differently. Well,
1: I think what you misunderstand or miss about yourself you were just as inspiring, but you didn't see it in yourself because we met through the church and I was not a member of the church, but I always got to meet some of you guys, Mm -hmm. but you, (laughs) but you, um, There was an event and you decided you're going to hire a car and then you were going to show up for this event or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then like you would book a holiday. And I remember I used to think to myself, this girl is just unabound, like nothing keeps her in a certain place. If she wants to do something, she'll find a way. So like, I think you already had it. You just didn't see it in yourself. You know, and so to the point of what I said was, if I did it, you suddenly were like, oh, so it's possible. And it wasn't like, oh, Tanya did it. It was just like, oh, it's possible. And then that's how you would end up then going. But I think I did challenge your thinking a lot. I mean, I think out of a lot of people, maybe you you would argue. You are so intelligent. And so, and this is the problem with intelligence. It allows us to argue ourselves out of a situation, but I would never let you get away with it. So we would argue and argue and argue until you quit. And every time the African accent came out at the end, I knew I won the argument (laughs) because when you're arguing intelligently, you've got your English accent,
0: you know? (laughs) Wait, wait, hold on. So do you know what? I was thinking about it the other day and I was like, I remember when you actually said that, you said, "Mm," once you start, she starts talking like a nigerian you just know that she's, <laughs> she's lost the argument and uh-huh. then when you said that i was like "Hmm, okay cool so now she's 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 caught me here yeah. <laughs> okay. so going forward moment, anytime we have an argument i will be fighting really hard like i'm no in my head i'm like i don't agree Jari. what are you talking about but in my, i'm like come on keep it together keep it together you are in <laughs> england you are a british girl speak like a briton <laughs> <laughs> and I I remember
1: because the first point you would put across would be very British and very very okay. proper in the yeah proper. in the way that you yeah. argued and I'd be like oh here we go let's go
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I used to love how the arguments used to go back and forth and then at some point even for up,
1: days like <laughs> not just for five minutes or half an hour for days
0: and I'm, you still, know? I'm still on that mute point like I said no. I'm telling you on my mother, on my father, <laughs> and the whole community of Rumukrushi people in Nigeria. And then next thing, I'm like, yeah. So Tanya, yeah. about okay. that. Um, <laughs> right, we'll six months it. later, you know that thing you talked about. Yes, I actually. Right. Do this. <laughs> no, I never used to say you were right either. Oh, wow, you like, would
1: eventually, depending on what it is. Yeah, I'd be but like, what you do that? You do that. Hmm. What's that thing you do? Let's see. <laughs>
0: Hmm. Hmm. Tell uh, then i know i'm right yeah and <laughs> got you sucker <laughs> but yeah it was really good fun fun times
1: amazing fun times. i mean it was i think we were very good for one another yeah and for different reasons you know like for me um it was what i needed when i was going through really tough times in my life like i didn't want to reflect on the tough times um, yeah. But it was what helped me be strong through it. And you know, the training and the success of each, um, it was our own successes. It was the three of us. Sometimes, I mean, we were never last, actually. We were never last at a race. But we're yeah. never like in the top. Do you remember the run to the beat? I got the black, which was like the the black number, which meant like you were in the last pack. And you got the pink,
0: the which yellow. meant oh, yellow. which meant you were like in the first pack. <laughs> of- see, the, the categories, I think white was that you were going to do sub two, sub um, less than two hours. So yeah. I think it was like an hour and something. Fifty nine. Yeah, or some something like that. And then I got the um yellow one because I was inspiring myself that I was going to do sub two hours, and then you got the black one, which meant you were going to do two and a half uh, yeah. or two fifteen something like that. And you know the colors just kept changing like yeah. that. And I remember when we, well yeah I didn't do two hours did I flip that? <laughs> 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 to be honest, we could have done two hours in that race. If my calves had not messed us up, I remember when we said when we were doing the trainings, and you used to send me all this motivational stuff. Remember my when when I started telling you about this thing I set up as my alarm, rise and shine.
1: Oh so God, we, I loved that one.
0: <laughs> oh, it was amazing. Yeah. And then I think I got to the point where I'd heard it every day. I was so tired of it. And then one day, he just <laughs> yeah, and he was too. like, rise and shine, and I was like, shut up. <laughs> And then I remember also there, the other one, that one used to inspire me all the time. I can never get tired of it. It was the, I am a champion. I remember that one as well, I think he was like a, a coach for a team when they were getting ready to go out in the field to go and compete. And he's like... will not leave an enemy behind for this and it's like because who am i and they're like i am a champion
1: they were the school team wasn't it like american football school team yeah that was an amazing one yeah
0: on my playlist it was the first thing on the playlist before my crazy house music would come on (laughs) for me to start running and going crazy but yeah it was just yeah
1: that so was good. interesting as well, the types of music that we would listen to. Because we could never listen to the same music. Mm-mm. I I did not like your house music. I did not get that whole thing. But, yeah, it was just always interesting what would keep us motivated. Yeah,
0: I don't listen to house music normally. But for yeah. running, I would running, only listen to it. house music. Yeah. Like, I think, I think it's because of the RPMs. You remember um, Greyhound. Greyhound was my thing. And you just see me going, doom, right,
1: rah, ready to go. <laughs> Can I just actually say, and uh, to, 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 to my defense, you were a sprinter actually. That was a big thing, actually, because you remember a lot of what we were doing in the early days. I kept saying to you, you need to slow down because you wanted to sprint through everything. I was like, this is why you can't get past a certain point, because you in your mind, you had to sprint through everything. Yeah. But that was a. I think that must have been a really interesting learning point for you to bring yourself back down away from that sprinting thing. But it was always like the fun thing when you got to the end and you could kind of release yourself and, you know.
0: Yeah, that was a really big learning for me, you know, the transitioning from sprinting to long distance running. I can't tell you how many stitches, how many injuries, how many, you know, I yeah. had to go through to learn to like slow down and just take it easy and trust myself to pick the pace up. But, and, and I it.
1: remember during that period, cause I was always interested a little bit deeper and some of the stuff and that's where I started learning about um god I can't even remember it now but the different tissues that people have mm. and the sprinters have a different type of tissue muscle tissue to long distance runners and I remember going through all of this learning it and I think talking to you about it and saying this is why you know you probably have more injuries because you're you're prone to that kind of fast running as opposed to slowing down because your muscles are not doing what they think that they yeah. should be doing
0: yeah yeah it's, it's all interesting i swear but listen post pandemic we're 40 minutes away from each other now Ali, no it.
1: <laughs> you don't know where i am okay i okay.
0: moved <laughs> okay <laughs> we're 40 minutes away from each other we're getting back on it we're going to do amazing things in 2049 um uh, <laughs> who's doing amazing
1: things me i'm sitting here doing nothing i can barely do ten thousand steps a day
0: during this covid period hold on a second let's have a look oh 1962 (laughs) oh what 1092 there we go so how funny listen as soon as as soon as bojo tells us you can all go out majority of the people that have taken their vaccines come out enter the road so yeah once all of that is done we can come out and we have a lot of things that we have to achieve that 70.3 is still in my vision book Dude. so we have to do it we have to to do it which Um, one i don't care where we go as long as we get a 70.3 in we should
1: do myanmar which is what we said we were going to
0: do it was a horrible horrible experience because they built us up all the way told us they were going to pay you paid the one fee and it covered accommodation the race the flights blah 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 and then when the time came they turned around and said no it's only for the race who's gonna pay 799 pounds to run a race listen
1: (laughs) in some bush somewhere in asia Eh?
0: (laughs) Anywho's guys, I hope you've enjoyed listening to us just rant about our experiences as we've built our lives to this point where we are fit and fat and enjoying beer and, <laughs> and steak and loving it. But yeah, thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, please don't forget to subscribe if you enjoy our chit-chats. And um, yeah, shout out to Duncan Daniels who produced my intro for this podcast. And I will see you guys in two weeks. Ciao! Hey